It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Already the middle of the working week didn't take us long to get to Wednesday, the 28th day for September of 2022. And coming up, we are talking with Fabian Sinelli and looking at the Melbourne property market, especially the auctions being held in and around Melbourne and what has happened over the last couple of weeks with Fabian calling the auctions there in Melbourne. Also, as a result of the mortgage rate rises and the home budgets being squeezed, this has had an adverse effect on people's borrowing capacity. It's something that we are going to have a look at tomorrow on the Real Estate Breakfast and Domain have reported a couple earning two average incomes of around $92,000 each are borrowing $264,000 less than they could have back in April of this year and the Reserve Bank's Head of Domestic Markets, Jonathan Kern, said buying power had been cut by about 20% while mortgage repayments had risen by 25% since interest rates rose. So we will take a look at that tomorrow morning. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Hey, if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 28th day of September, on the birthday calls we've got Naomi Watts, the Australian actress. In fact, she was born in the UK, moved to Australia and she got her acting underway on Home and Away. How many actors have? She's turning 54 today and also going pretty strong celebrating her birthday is Bridget Bardot and the millennials if you don't know who she is check her out 88 today French actor and also a singer it's your real estate podcast for breakfast it's the main center forecast with PRD selling smarter every day checking in on your weather around Australia first we go to Sydney good morning to you grab the raincoat and brolly you're going to need it some showers in the forecast with 21 in Melbourne also the rain is going to turn up today 17 is your forecast high more rain for Brisbane showers with 25 degrees and the place to be is Perth this morning expecting blue skies with sunshine and your high of 27 degrees we talk with leading property commentators with analysis predictions forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. Well, we are into spring well and truly. October is here on Saturday, as I've mentioned before, and the mood of real estate seems to have a bit of a change in the air, or at the very least, at a perception level, things seem to be feeling more positive. And it's a great time to look at the state of the Melbourne property market and auctions. So let's welcome back into the Real Estate Breakfast Fabian Sinelli, he's the Managing Director and Auctioneer from EYS Auctions. And good morning, Fabian. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. Good morning, Craig. Great to be here again. So what do you reckon about that? Do you feel that, you know, we're just about here in October, things are feeling just a little bit more positive, eh? 
They are definitely feeling positive. Uh, September's a, a bit of a funny month. It's because of the footy finals and how Melbourne, Victoria especially, are just so religious about their footy. You know, given that we had to go through the footy finals and grand final, a lot of people just want that out of the way before they start to get into the rhythm and flow of the spring market. So although the spring market officially starts in September, I, I believe it doesn't really kick off until the start of October. So grand finals done and dusted. A Victorian team won it, which was great. Now we can really get into uh, get into what I feel is going to be the heat of the battle for spring. Yeah, the heat of the battle, that's the way. So the Melbourne market update, there is a a lot going on. What has been happening? Look, it's definitely steadied. And I I know I've said this a couple of times over our last couple of shows, but 64.5% was recorded last weekend. Now that's grand final weekend. But what's important about that is that it was the same as the previous weekend. So that shows me that the market isn't declining and it's still going through that stabilization, especially after that latest interest rate hike that we saw. So usually when we go through a period of stabilization, and I think we've experienced that now for at least two to three weeks, we now should start to see a bit of a pick me up. And I think the stabilizations come at the perfect time right before spring or right right at the start of spring, I should say. So hopefully at the back end of the year, we should really start to see the interest rates pick up. And I think we're going to start to see stock levels start to pick up as well. What was interesting, though, over the weekend that just passed, Craig, was that only 97 auctions. Now, again, grand final weekend, yes, granted, but 97 auctions is really low. This time last year, we had 297 auctions. So a 70% drop in stock is really reflective on where the market is sitting right at the moment. And that's just discretionary sellers. I mean, sellers aren't confident to sell because they feel the buyers aren't confident to buy their home. And we're dealing with a really slow and and low confident marketplace at the moment. But on a positive note, median house price in Melbourne was at a million and 75. So that shows me that buyers are still happy to spend, which is a great sign moving forward. Okay, so Fabian, let's have a look at the spring auction buying guide, which is probably a good place to start. So the first question is, what advice would you give to buyers wanting to buy in the spring market that we are well into? Well, first things first, don't hold back. If you want it, buy it. If the property is a lifestyle choice, then worry about creating priceless family memories rather than staying in a budget, provided, of course, you can stretch that budget. But you won't regret the extra 10 or 20K. And also, don't try and outsmart the auctioneer. They want you to bid. And I I speak from myself. I want the bidders to bid. If I see them actively bidding, I want to help them. If the auctioneer knows that your intention is to buy, they will simply guide you on where you need to get to in order to be successful. Being a friendly bidder is going to go a long way and the auctioneer will be more inclined to work with you should you want to drop the increments, etc. Yeah, and this is always a good one to talk about because I think you can never be fully prepared. Being prepared, this is such a long way down the track for you to actually buy property. So what can buyers do to be better, and that's the that's the crux of it, better prepared for auction day? The funny thing about preparation is that you can never prepare enough. And that's a lot of people ask me, you know, what do I need to do? Do I need to do my market research for weeks on ends or months? And the reality is this. You need to just scout local auctions in your marketplace. A good four weeks of prep, I think, is more than enough. I mean, four weeks of watching auctions over four weekends, you're going to get the gist of watching how the auctions pan out. For example, 
auctions in the Eastern Corridor of Melbourne, which I predominantly do my auctions, they're frantic and they're aggressive. So if you're looking to purchase at auction in that particular part of Melbourne, then understand how your competitors will most likely act. And that may be frantic and aggressively with their bidding. Also, a really good thing to do, Craig, is to ask the selling agent how many bidders are expected at the auction and where the buyer price feedback levels are at. I can guarantee you nine out of 10 buyers will not do this. They will just rock up on the day and they'll hope for the best that the property stays within their budget and they're able to actively bid. You can be so much better prepared if you find out the information from the agent before auction day in knowing where you stand with your competitors. It's a great way to get perspective on how the auction may progress and it will get you in a much more prepared position. And you actually bring up a really good point about bidding. Some people kind of wonder whether they should use a buyer's advocate to do the bidding for them at an auction. So what's, what do you recommend to purchasers? Look, Craig, if you haven't got the luxury of time and your emotions get the better of you at auction, then a buyer's advocate may be a good option for you. I do say to the agent going into every auction, is there a buyer's advocate in the crowd? And if I, if the agent tells me, yes, there is, I'm happy because that buyer's advocate wants to bid well for that particular client. So I know that we're going to have a good auction. For, so from that side of things, I'm really happy that there's buyer's advocates bidding at the auction. It just depends on whether you want to allocate that investment to a buyer's advocate or whether you're prepared to use that investment to more bidding at the auction. If you can keep your emotions in check and you're confident in your bidding ability, then it may be a good option to just allocate those funds towards more bidding at the auction. But in saying that, a buyer's advocate is a great tool to make sure that you can get the property on your terms. All right. And just lastly there, Fabian, what are some common mistakes buyers make at auctions and how can those mistakes be avoided? Well, a common and critical mistake to make at the auction is to wait for the property to be passed in so you can make a move or offer post-auction. This is really frustrating for an auctioneer and a selling agent. It's not wise at all because the position of power can quickly go back into the vendor's hands as they can adjust their reserve price to a higher number. It's always best to bid during the auction so you can have full transparency and disclosure about when the property is going on the market. Another common mistake, Craig, is buyers will only bid when the property is announced on the market. Now, the agent, understand this, they usually advise their sellers more often than not to accept the in-auction price rather than passing it in. So it's going to work in your favor to bid even before it's hit the reserve. Because understand that the selling agent, especially in this market, will advise their vendors nine times out of 10 to accept what the market wants to pay. So give the vendor a decision to make. Show your competition that your intention is to buy and do so right to the very end because perception is critical and king at auction. Good on you, Fabian. I'm not too sure what you're going to do with yourself now that footy season is over. Oh, well, my beloved team, the Richmond Tigers, unfortunately bombed out in the first round of the finals, but there's optimism for us going into next year, and that's what I'm looking forward to the most. (laughs) Yeah, there's always another season. All right, well, I'll leave it there. So thanks once again for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Thanks, Craig. See you in a couple of weeks. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.